0: welcome back everybody to the nosebleed sports podcast i'm chris witt and with me as always is mr adam schmidt adam how are you today sir
1: couldn't be better how are you
0: as always i'm fantastic because if you're watching on youtube you already see it's that time of the year the man is back mr andre edwards uh former beat writer for the for the uh uh Cincinnati Bengals enthusiast, yes, and just all around handsome man.
2: I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Every time I feel a little bit bad about myself, life's not going well. I'm like, you know what? Just roll roll back through some of those intros that Chris Wick gives you when you there come you,
0: come you go, on the buddy. Podcast. There you I go.
2: Can't help but feel better about yourself.
0: It's exactly <laughs> right. It's exactly right. Hey. Have you got to have you? Have you done any singing lately? Is the group got together? Have we had any? Uh, um, any, have we got anything coming up? Is there any any opportunities? Did you ever do the boys the men thing in Vegas? Right.
2: Uh. Yeah. So COVID kind of killed that for a while, and then, yeah. um, it came. An opportunity came back around, and then, um, it was part of like some music festival, and um, that went super wonky so we're still in negotiations how about that um,
0: okay it's not okay. a
2: gun deal it's not over we're still in
0: negotiations i like it uh, I. Right. okay i stayed at the paris uh not that long ago yeah. and i was hoping maybe just randomly i might get to see andre there on stage with boys to men because <laughs> that's where they were playing at yeah they weren't yeah. they weren't there that day though they weren't there the days i was there yeah
2: uh yeah, so we're we're still looking at that. Whereas uh potential for doing a uh UC uh collaboration. We'll see if we can't grab a basketball game or something like that. But um
0: one of the yeah, few I, UC games I would actually go to.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. True enough, true enough. Um but yeah, no, man, it's uh just hanging out, man. Just hanging out.
1: Good. There were the like three weeks ago. I was this close to making an impromptu <laughs> trip. I want to say it was Chicago. Maybe I saw, they were like, I think they only did like three or four shows within three weeks, but boys to men was with the Isley brothers doing Ooh. shows. And I was like, Oh my God. That's, go. I, I don't know if I can think of a better. Wow. Yes. I almost drove sure. like it, this was like on a Wednesday or something. And they were playing on Saturday and the closest place was Chicago or whatever it was. And I was like, I, I text somebody. I was like, do you want to go to the show? And he's like, I can't do that this week. I'm like, I might go by myself. I thought about that, <laughs> but I didn't end up going. But I just could not believe that show.
2: That would have, have been a heck of a show.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. gosh. No, doubt. no doubt. All right. About it. Anyway, let's get into some Bengals talk, right? We got to make our sure. picks. We got to see who's. Uh, Who's going to be singing at the end of the year? I I mean, we got to continue with the acapella. We've all done it at least once, right? (laughs) Yeah, three years we've done this, uh, and we've all lost the bet one time.
1: Should we should we come up with a different uh, punishment, or do you?
0: want Should we still do the? I'm fine with I mean, whatever. We did it so we could hear Andre sing. That was the whole yeah, point, right? That, that's what I mean. And we, then we, we, got got what we, we got what we wanted. <laughs> I mean, I would love to have it multiple times, but I don't know, Andre. You want to keep with the same bet? You got something different in mind? You've you've had other people that uh, you've seen some funny losers bets out there. No, nah, man. I think
2: I think we got to do it at least one more year. Okay. As there has to be at least a definitive loser. Now, if we want to expand it or change it up after that, cool.
0: So uh, speaking of one more year and we've done, this will be our third year or this will be our fourth year doing this. I just got a thing. Uh, I just saw a thing five years ago yesterday or two days ago was the first time we recorded live on Facebook, which was one of the very first, uh podcast that we did. So we're going five years strong here, bro. Five mm-hmm. years strong. Nope. Congrats strong. Away. Uh Congrats Joe Burrow show. uh just recently followed us. So really excited to hear what his comments are uh hey, after this podcast. I'm, a, I'm assuming
2: you guys are just gonna have him on the show like once once the news it's, breaks it's up. late. Ah,
0: He's in bed by the time we get this thing going on. I if still, I didn't have I still, kids, I <laughs> if I didn't have to have my ass, so is Andre. If I didn't have to have my kid you know put all, all the work with these three little ones uh, it would be a little different. They're they're getting older though. The, my boy, he go bed on his own. I ain't, yeah. Yeah. but the seven-year-olds, they still need mom or dad to lay down for a minute, read a book, do the whole the whole nine yards. So if, yeah. show. It's, it's getting a little bit better. We'll be getting a little bit earlier over the next couple of years, but uh mm-hmm. that's it's still a late one. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's still a late one. But uh thanks to you for always coming up. Before we start, you still get on the tweet box, or I guess it's the Xbox now yeah i don't know what to call it it. what are you
2: talking about (laughs) so you still get on Uh, that you
0: still you still going
2: strong with so i think it's uh as odd of a marketplace as it is um it's still a really good source of good information from a sports perspective right like all the political stuff and all the, the any other things that you want to talk about on twitter are kind of crazy but from a sports perspective, you can really get breaking news pretty quickly. You can find out what's happening and what's going on. Um, So I stay pretty close to, to Twitter or X or whatever the heck it's called now Um, from that standpoint. Most I mean, you, you look at my feed, it's all Reds, Bengals, Bearcats,
0: you know. So I've tried to get away from all of it because I can't stand uh, a lot of – the yeah. stuff that comes out of it so i've been on it a long time so it, I mean, that's why i was honestly
2: in. i just i, I customize it so i just cut out all the most of the political stuff and, so you, and
0: i would all do all that except i i'm like a i'm like a 97 year old man when it comes to figuring that stuff out so uh that being said when i was on it you were one of my favorite people to to see what you had to say that day nah, so man, what how do we how do we catch fun. uh how do we catch andre on the tweet box uh, so, uh, whew, that's a good question.
2: Uh, uh, I think it is, that's a, man, you know what? That is a really <laughs> good question. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look myself up it. to be like, Oh yeah. it's that Andre Edwards? Uh, 06? Oh six. Yeah. Andre Andre Edwards 06. 06. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's get into this thing. Adam, mm-hmm. what do you, you got some questions for Andre about these bangles?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I think it would be fun to start where, most people might not, which is with the defense. I mean, we know – we'll talk about Joe Burrow and the best receiving core in the game and all that, but let's start with the defense because that's what I want to know the most about. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, the biggest uh, the biggest decider of how this season is going to go, to be honest, because I, I think we kind of know what we're going to get from the offense. Hopefully, the offensive line will be a little better and all that. We'll talk about that in a minute, but defensive-wise, just generally – Newcomers to the defense that are going to play, and um, start with that. Who do we have new that's going to make a difference on the defense?
2: So, right off the top, um, I don't think you can talk about the Bengals defense without talking about the new two new starting safeties, right? So, Jesse Bates and Von Bell have both uh found greener pastures, especially from a money standpoint, um, and, and moved on from the Bengals, and so they're being replaced by uh, Nick Scott and Dax Hill. Nick Scott is a one-year starter. We got him from the Rams, who's a free agent. Uh, he actually started the uh, Super Bowl against us um, in 21. So um, started all last year, and then obviously Dax Hill was the first-round pick of the Bengals last year. Kind of played sparingly from um, from a defensive standpoint. Um, I don't know, maybe a hundred or so snaps, um, but playing a bunch of different spots. So he played a little bit of corner, he played a little bit of slot, he played a little bit of safety. Um, which I think if you're Lou Anarumo, you're like, Hey, if this guy's going to be the leader of the back end of my, my defense, he needs to be able to see all this, but I can mix him in while still having really strong veterans back there in, in Bates and Bell, right? Um, and so. Dax took a not quite a redshirt year, but he took a a freshman year of just learning what was happening, figuring out the defense, figuring out the terminology, learning under Lou, learning under those veterans. Um, And then this year he steps into into that role. What they lack in experience, they absolutely make up for in athleticism those dudes can add ab- that whole secondary can absolutely fly. You got a couple of four twos, you got a couple of four threes, four four guys. I mean, that defensive backfield can just pick them up and put them down. Um and I'm super excited to to see kind of where that goes and what that looks like. Um obviously you got the return of 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 Cheeto. Um but you got two two young cornerbacks that they they drafted another kid right out of Michigan and then um, DJ so DJ Turner out of Michigan second round pick and then DJ Ivy who was a seventh round pick out of uh, the U uh, both of those guys are you know made a team making good impressions uh, from a from a defensive back standpoint so you got some veteran leadership but you also got a nice sprinkling of of young guys back there your linebackers are the same. Uh, Same five dudes as last year. And then up front, obviously, you have Miles Murphy, uh, the first-round pick uh, who came in this year. Probably kind of similar to Dax Hill. Won't see a ton of snaps just because of, you know, Hubbard and Hendrickson. Osai, once he's healthy, um, those are your top three rotation guys uh, to work in. But, you know, if if you can add a... You know, uh, an athletic specimen like him at the twenty seventh, twenty eighth pick in the draft, um, and add him to the rotation. That only makes you guys makes us stronger. So,
0: will we see like, um, like last year? You were talking about how um, Dax Hill was was playing a lot of different positions. Will we see him in that? He played a lot of that nickel corner. Saw him a lot in that nickel in that nickel so, package. Do you think that they'll bring one of the other saf- – we've got four safeties on the team. Will they bring right. some of them in? Will you see him more as that third cornerback, or are they just going to have him at safety?
2: No, I think the majority of the time he'll play safety. I and mean, because what you do – in order to do the scenario that you're talking about, you're taking Mike Hilton off the off the field. And he's replacing that, replacing Mike Hilton in the slot, right? And yeah. so I think the Bengals believe Mike Hilton is one of the best slot corners that there are in the league. Period. So I'm not taking that piece off. Now will I do three safeties? Take off one of my outside corners? Will I mix? You know, will I will I drop a linebacker? Have one linebacker and two safety, three safeties, that type of thing? Yeah, I could see a little playing with that, absolutely. Um, but and and there may be. Times that they play three safeties and Mike Hilton is the dude who's on the sideline. But the majority of the time, if I need a slot, I'm putting, I'm giving it to Mike Hilton.
0: That's like that new. What do they call it? The the Buffalo. Uh, uh, what do they call that? With the what are, Buffalo the Buffalo Soldier. Nickel? They call it like the Buffalo Nickel, where they put a a third safety third. in instead of a third cornerback. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I so the cornerbacks, right? You got like you said, both young. But that Cam Taylor Britt has been—I um, mean—that kid showed out, awesome. right? He showed
1: awesome.
0: out, yeah. and Owuaje's back, so yeah. he was the best quarterback we had before he yep. got hurt. Yep. You've—I—I I love this defense. I love the defense has been such a struggle in you know up until two years ago. Yep. That defense was the thing that you always felt was going to hold hold you back, dude. This yeah. is—they look. This is gonna be fun. And the more that just means that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon are gonna get the ball more often, which is gonna be even more fun. For me, works for me, mm-hmm. man.
2: I, I do. I think how Lou Anna is not a head coach is beyond me, other than he's just not super charismatic. Like if you if you watch his interviews, he answers your questions perfectly fine but there's just not a lot of energy and a lot of excitement around him. He's a bit, he's a little bit older from a, where the trend of head coaches is going, right? Um, He's a defensive coach. So again, the trend is more towards offensive minded guys. And I understand that, but if pretty much general consensus is Kansas city is the best team and has been, the best team over the last let's call it three to five years right he is the one defensive coordinator that has found a way to slow down Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. and if I'm if I'm in the AFC West and I'm looking for a coach if I'm in the AFC period and I'm looking for a coach give me the dude who knows how to use the pieces that can at least slow down Patrick Mahomes because if you can't slow down Patrick Mahomes you don't have a shot and that dude goes up and he puts up 30 to 40 points every week until they run into the Bengals and then he's somewhere between 20 to 24.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, it's unbelievable. I do like yeah. the fact that uh, all preseason he did all the halftime interviews. Yeah. He did every it was it's almost like, you know, they they understand what's what's probably going to happen. It's like, let's help a brother out, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. get him And I'm sure that they're all,
2: it's the same way as you and I getting development opportunities at a job that we have, right. It's, Hey, what do you want to be? I want to be a leader. I want to run my sales team. or I want to run whatever it is that I do. All right, cool. Let me put you in, in situations where you can show that leadership. Same thing with Lou Lou. You're, you're a great defensive mind. You got, you know, your players love you. They play for you. But the one piece that you're missing is like that, Charisma that gets people excited, that gets owners excited, that gets fan bases excited. Oh, you spend, you know, the entire preseason doing that, doing the halftime stuff. And I, I mean, I think that's great.
1: You know who you uh, just described is David Bell, and he just signed an extension. So exactly right. No, exactly <laughs> I mean, there's right. not a more that's boring true. manager in the baseball than David Bell. Yep. Yep.
0: Unless, but, a, unless there's a few too many uh, balls called strikes, then then he's gonna. Then he's gonna get thrown out of the game. I guess Mike. Berth. He's got yeah. an early
2: team time he's trying to get to.
0: Yes,
1: but he'll talk. He'll talk about it. He'll talk about it after the game, like he's, like he's. Right. Uh, what's his name in New England? Uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So defensive stuff, or I'm ready to go offense. What do you think? I'm
0: I'm you definitely good? ready
1: to go offense. You, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm I've got one question. I've got, only got one Please. question about the offense because the offense is easy and we can yeah. get into i mean it's it, nothing's really changed
1: who's going to be the quarterback of this team that's what no, i'm that your question
0: no. oh. My, it's close it's close it's just one spot behind him <laughs> how long does joe mixon hold down the starting running back spot because this kid is it brown uh yeah. chad brown Chase. chris brown Chase? Chase. <laughs> I knew there was a ch somewhere. I got, I, I had a couple chs in there. I, I was gonna figure it out eventually. Boy, if we had Joe Mixon and Chris Brown in the
1: backfield, <laughs> man.
2: Hey, you want to talk about super entertaining? Yeah, Chris Brown. Hey,
0: your I'm halftime you. shows will be lit, son. Real, real <laughs> quick though. Real quick, Chris Brown, about six four two fifteen. I mean I've seen a couple body types that say they're that. He looks about that. Anyway, so Andre
1: for the <laughs> we, first time in our 5 year history on this podcast, we talked a little bit of politics last week. And sure. but it it was it was all started from being silly about how <laughs> Donald Trump said he was 6'3" <laughs> 215 and there are world class athletes that are athletes, six, Yes. Two, 15.
2: Hilarious. Hilarious. I'm like Joe Burrow 6'4" <laughs> 210, man. Come on. Like 210. <laughs> two, what are we doing?
0: Oh, my God. 11. Anyway, that's, that's the point. Sorry. Uh, so, Chase Brown, this yes. kid is a freak fast, caught a yep. ton of balls in college, out of the backfield. Is he going to just be that third-down specialist like uh, P. Ryan was where we need somebody to block or come catch a pass out of the background? Mostly, P. Ryan was blocking last year. Yep. Or does he slowly work his way into possibly, I mean, Mixon signed a deal, but it was it was team-friendly. And you know, it was basically veteran minimum almost. And this kid so looks good. Not,
2: so they love Joe Mixon. Let me just be very clear about that. The team loves Joe Mixon. They love his leadership. He's already he's voted voted captain again this year by his teammates. Um he took a pay cut. There's there's no two ways about it, but I mean, like he's still making four or five million a year. It's not chump change, sure. especially for running back in this in in today's uh nfl but um i think joe mixon is is their lead dog and it's not even it's not remotely close and right now Travion williams is their what i would call like we say third down back but really it's passing attack back so like third downs yes when we need to throw the ball but also two minutes right where it can be first second or third down it doesn't matter but we're in hurry up, throw the ball pretty much every play type of thing. And I need somebody to pick up, you know, blitzes or, you know, chip a chipping end, Miles Garrett, um, you know, somebody along those lines. Then you're, you're looking at, all right, who's my, who's my passing down back. And as of right, as of today it's Travion Williams with Chris Evans nipping pretty close at his heels. I think Chris Brown, <laughs> Chase Brown, uh, we'll get his opportunity to it now more of a he's more of a Joe Mixon replacement at this point because he's a pure runner runs between the tackles runs hard that type of thing um I don't know that they've seen enough to know how great he would be in pass protection um but they've seen enough from Travion they've seen enough at least in the preseason from um mm-hmm. uh, um uh, Evans that those two feel maybe a step or two in, in front of Brown at this point.
0: I love this, I love this Brown kid. I think he's gonna be a stud personally. I, I think, think he I, mean, is.
2: I he I the one thing, the one impression that he left on me when I saw him play was I was like, man, he's kind of tiny. Like he just doesn't, especially in comparison to a guy like Mixon. Like Mixon's sure. a big right and Brown is kind of um not quite like Darren Sproles um or Deuce Vaughn a dude down in, in Dallas right now. Not that tiny, but like he does he does seem a bit smaller. Um and i I just wonder how his body type will hold up in the type of run game that the Bengals run right now. But I think and- he's got it. Down.
1: All right. So I mean, speaking of the run game and between the tackles, more upgrades. Since last year for the offensive line, right? How yep. much? What kind of what kind of newcomers are we going to see there? How much of an upgrade is this going to be? The actually the first decent offensive line that Joe Burrow is going to have. What do you uh, give us? Give us the story. On man,
2: that Hakeem Adeniji is no longer on this team. That's <laughs> a win. I don't care who we are. Like
0: Jackson Ooh. Carmen's going to start at left tackle, right? And I mean, I'm obviously. going to punch
2: you. I'm a punch you in the
0: face.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: um,
2: I think with uh, Simon Orlando Brown Jr., I th- think there needs to be some tempering of expectations, right? He's made the Pro Bowl four straight years. He's blocked for Lamar Jackson. He's blocked for Patrick Mahomes. And I think there's this sense that, oh, he's this Franchise left tackle that won't ever let anybody hit Joe Burrow ever again. That's not who he is. He's a big body dude who knows what he's doing, probably not going to get beat to the inside. When he does get beat, it's going to be around the edge. It's going to be, you know, somebody who's super fast, super bendy. But the difference between him and Williams and or anybody else who was playing right tackle was. Joe Burrow knows how Orlando Brown is going to get beat. He's not going to get beat to the inside. He's just too big of a body dude. You're not squeezing between him and Cordell Volson to get to Burrow. If I know on a consistent basis that if my left tackle gets beat, he's going to get beat around the edge, I know that I can step into that space and I can feel comfortable stepping into that space or maneuvering around that space every time. It's I'm not playing the guessing game of, crap Did they get beat to the inside and now it's Aaron Donald coming through over, you know, Quentin Spain. And I don't know, you know, which way to go or is it, you know, Akeem Adeneji getting beat on the outside from a Chris Jones or it it just gives you that level of consistency. He's a good player. Probably better than good. He's just not elite where you can say, all right, Whoever's lined up across from him, you can just erase him off the board. He, You're not even worried about him. No, we're not quite that level, but he's good. And he's consistent in when he does get beat, it's a consistent around the horn type of thing, and Joe can adjust to that. I think Volson takes a step this year. Um,
1: right
2: on. Everything that I've nope. read, seen, heard is oh, – what, you got breaking news for us? Thought you were about to break the Joe Burrow news.
0: No, um, no, and- I'm uh, I'm I'm just pulling up the depth chart as you talk. No. Um Cordell Bolson, I think, takes a step
2: this year, really worked on uh I think he added like 10 pounds of muscle. Um, really worked on his flexibility, That's everything. I think Ted Karras will be solid. And they moved Max Sharping from guard to start playing backup center, uh, which I thought was a was a really good move. And then obviously um, Kappa at right guard. And then Jonah Williams moved into right tackle, which, quite frankly, a ton of people have said he's probably a more natural right tackle than he was a left tackle from the beginning.
0: I thought I heard um, that last year. Somebody, they were talking about that. At
2: Alabama his freshman year. And then, you know, as people graduated and whatnot, he moved to left tackle and um, played there for Alabama. But the transition has been probably even more smooth than most people had thought it was going to be. And again, I'm not, I'm not expecting Jonah Williams to all of a sudden transform into, <laughs> you know, some lockdown shutdown right tackle. But if he's good, and OBJ Jr. is good. And you just don't have to worry about those two ends all the time like you did last year. And then the middle should be just as solid, if not better, than it was last year, right? And that says to me, you know, can you you make this a top 8 to 12 offensive line? If you can make it a top 8 to 12 offensive line. Super Bowl. let's, Let's go. Super Bowl. There's no there's no reason there's no reason that we should be yeah, barring catastrophic injuries and all other great jazz. So you know you lose three off starting offensive linemen, you're probably in trouble. But um outside of something like that happening, um I think this should be that offensive line where we can stop talking about the offensive line.
0: I hope so. Man, I hope so because if you stop talk we made it to the Super Bowl with shambles of a line. Mm-hmm. Stop tape and bubblegum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and now you're talking about I mean it it would be unbelievable. This would be I'm excited.
2: All right. And if you can make it and if you can make it 4 weeks you're one of potentially your best offensive lineman can come off a pup in L Collins.
0: Mhm.
2: Got that insurance? Po- it's an expensive insurance policy. I mean, we're talking nine million dollars to sit on the bench if everybody else is healthy. But what that does is, if somebody goes down, he's got experience playing guard, and he's clearly got experience playing tackle. So now you, instead of going to an Akeem Adeniji or an Isaiah Prince or you know somebody of that caliber, oh, we go to Lael Collins. Okay, cool. Yeah, we feel pretty good about that.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, he's probably better than Jonah Hill.
1: Williams.
2: Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill is probably
0: terrible at right tackle. Big body. Well, it depends. He was a big body. Time. Yeah. Skinny Jonah Hill or big Jonah
2: Hill. Yeah. Either way, I don't care if it's big body Jonah Hill or skinny Jonah Hill. I'm going to go with Jonah Williams.
0: Andre, I'm going to tell you a little story about how this podcast works. My mind, like my, you know, how most people, they say like their mind thinks 10 times faster than the words come out yeah. of their mouth. Yeah, I'm 99.9% sure that words come out of my mouth faster than my mind thinks. <laughs> Happens every day on this podcast. We, we have talked about, I've called Kevin Nash, Steve Nash, and I've called Steve Nash, Kevin Nash. Excellent. We are talking about Kevin Durant and Steve Nash, and I called Steve Nash, Kevin Nash like 15 times. <laughs> And I don't know if you're a wrestling fan or not, but back in the day, the outsiders uh, and, and the NWL. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, it kept, I just kept calling him Kevin Nash. So Kevin Nash was coaching the Brooklyn nets for a couple of years. <laughs> and it happens every week on this podcast, every single <laughs> week. Anyway, I do it all the time. I apologize. He's better than Jonah Williams. So when yes. he comes off the bench, you potentially have a better potentially, potentially of, yes, potentially yes, potentially yes, have a better option than but, what's but that's what starting. you but that's
2: what you want you want that that insurance policy that security blanket right because to me this is the year that you have to go because you've got. T Higgins on the last year of his deal. You got DJ Reader on the last year of his deal. You got Chidobe Awuzie on the last year of his deal. Um, probably some other major pieces that I'm not even thinking of. You know, Jonah Williams on the last year of his deal. So you've got all of these pieces that you know will either need a replacement or you know talk about contract extensions and those things. But this year feels like the year where we're not going to get derailed by this offensive line, at least in the Bengals' front office's mind, right? I think I think we all believe that the Bengals have the offensive line that they have, have this year, the last two years. We're probably holding up at least one Lombardi, if not two, right? And it's unfortunate that it took them two near misses to get to this point of being like, nope, we can pay some dude $9 million to sit on the bench to protect Joe because Joe's just that good. Um, and so it's unfortunate that it took him this long. It's also unfortunate that the af the rest of the AFC is like, <laughs> freaking ridiculous right now. But if it took that long, you finally learn your lesson, and it results in a Super Bowl, W,
0: all good. Will, do you expect uh, Joe Burrow to be, I mean, last year when he didn't play in the preseason? That first game was a little rusty. Uh, first two. First two. Do you, are you expecting the same thing, or do you think after doing this a couple times, it'll be a little bit more of a um, little bit easier for him to just jump into it?
2: So you have to remember, last year Joe was not only missing the timing and rhythm and everything that you get in um, preseason. He was also probably 15 to 20 pounds lighter. Because he he couldn't train. He had the appendectomy. I'm not going to say the man was a shell of himself. Because he was still 6'4", a buck 95. You know what I mean? But. 6'4",
0: 215.
2: (laughs) Right? Um, He just. He was working on not only the mechanics of football. He was also working on building back his strength. Building back his body. Getting to a point where he felt. Comfortable. I mean, you get an appendectomy. If there's one part of your body you don't need to have issues with, is the your core as you're trying to rip through and pull a ball and it doesn't float or doesn't come up a little short or whatever. Um, you know, I think this year he's been able to continue to work out. Um, I think I've heard rumors of there's some throwing sessions that have been going on inside the bubble where people can't see. Um, you know, so I, I think physically he's in a better place than he potentially has been probably since his rookie year and his rookie year, he just didn't know enough because he hasn't been in the system long enough. Right. So it was COVID. He He didn't even have an opportunity. So he didn't, so he He didn't get an off season, but he was healthy. He didn't get an off season there. He's learning your second season. You're coming back from knee injury where you're still rehabbing and doing all those things your third year you're doing an appendectomy which saps you of your strength and weight and physical fitness your fourth year you've now had this calf injury but I know the system I've got rapport with my wide receivers I was able to continue to work out there's rumors that he's been throwing and having throwing sessions with his with his wideouts. so if those things are all true it's really a matter of let me just make sure we get the timing down over the last last week and then this week and let's roll.
0: I like it.
1: All right. You guys ready to uh make your make your picks? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Let's run down. Week one at the Browns. Would you like to go first, Andre?
2: As much as it pains me to say this, I think I'm gonna go L. And so my reasoning behind that is Cleveland at Cleveland has been a house of horrors for the Bengals and for Joe Burrow in particular. Um, If there's one team, maybe in the entire NFL, but at least in the AFC and definitely AFC North, if there's one team that gives Burrow fits, it's the Cleveland Browns. And it's because they have a Miles Garrett, They have a defensive line that can put pressure on you with four. They can drop seven into coverage, and they've got two or three real good cornerbacks, including Denzel Ward, who T. Higgins and Jamar Chase both give Matt props to as being one of the best corners in the league. So if you can, most teams have one really good corner. If you have two, you're probably, you know, on the – upper third, you know, or uh, top 10% of the league, if you got three dudes who can cover versus our three wide receivers and you can put pressure with four, that's a recipe for disaster as far as the Bengals are concerned. Fortunately, most teams don't have three really good corners and a Miles Garrett. Cleveland does. And that's, to me, that's the biggest issue. Now, I think ultimately it'll come down to what does Deshaun Watson look like? And, you know, is he, was it just rust last year or has he lost something? And has the, the, the mental side of things eaten away at who he was, you know, from a performance perspective on the field? But until they show otherwise, I got no reason to believe they win week one in Cleveland. And week one is always just freaking wonky anyway, man. Like last year, the Saints beat the piss out of somebody like week one that you were like wait what how did yeah. that even happen and, like yeah you know buffalo loses by 40 and then still goes and makes a play like week one is just weird so um yeah i'm gonna
0: go to l you just talked adam into an, a loss just so you 100%. know 100 just so you know i don't even have to look at adam i already know you just talked him into a loss
1: uh, i i mean <laughs> he broke down the entire game <laughs> I, I that was better than anything I can watch for yeah. pregame. Um, okay. Chris with a dub.
0: Yeah. I'm eating I'm them nuts, up. babe. All right. Jameis Winston as much is as as, as as much as like right. as much as people give him a hard time, I still to this day believe that he's going to be a franchise quarterback. I believed it from his rookie year. I kept him in multiple fantasy leagues. I knew he was gonna be that guy, and I still I still believe it. I'm still on my soapbox. Keep Hope alive. Keep Hope alive. I mean, his freshman year at Florida State, he had more touchdowns and incompletions in the first half of the season. Yeah. That was eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry.
1: Week two, Baltimore at home. You got him starting 0-2? No, I got it
2: done. Mostly because I think – Lamar's still getting used to a new offense, new offensive coordinator. We, we're we changing it from, you know, run game and run Lamar. And he's going to be more of a pocket passer, hitting wide receivers and doing all that stuff. I just don't think I, – I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's an amazing athlete. I think you are limiting his superpower if – you try to turn him into a dude who's reading defenses and getting to his third read and trying to, you know, drop a ball in the bucket. I, I don't think that that's Lamar's strength. Lamar is create chaos, figure out the best way to beat you, whether that's throwing a, a deep ball or, you know, running for fifteen or twenty yards and putting dudes in a blender. He's again, he's amazing, and I'll be very clear about that. I am not knocking him as an athlete. I think if you're if you're changing your offense so that he is now read, 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 and then react, I think you're limiting him, limiting him and what he can do. Also, I'm just not super scared of Baltimore's either offensive weapons. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to go for the award of like how old can we be?
0: Yeah, can I get the oldest the, uh, wide receivers possible?
2: Good God, um, and then. Defensively, they don't have a pass rush, and if you're not going to pass rush Joe Burrow, you're going to get eaten a lot.
0: Yeah, I I'm going to tell you, I think Lamar Jackson. People talk about his, you know, it, like you said, you're not you're not trying to say anything bad about him because the guy's a freak athlete and he's really good quarterback. I think he's a better pocket passer than than people give him credit for. When he won that MVP, he led the league in completion percentage on balls thrown over twenty yards. That's that tells me that you can throw the ball. You can sling it. Can
1: and sling. that
0: kid can sling it. I think he's a better passer than anybody gives him credit for. And I I think that I truly believe Lamar Jackson is as good, maybe not as good. He's definitely a better runner, obviously, because he's one of the fastest guys in the league. But he's as good a passing quarterback I, as probably 70% of the league.
2: Again, it'll just come down to me to having him reading defenses.
0: I get it, and it's all brand new.
2: Yeah, it's it's a brand new system. I think it's good
0: that you catch him early. I think it's good that you catch him at home.
1: Yeah. So you say that to say they lose?
0: uh... I'm going to say they lose that that first game to Baltimore. Okay, that's going to be my first loss.
1: Uh, I'm going to go. Andre talked me into a win again. So let's go week three (laughs) at home against the Rams.
0: I'm singing this year after week two. I'm singing.
1: Man,
2: I'm telling you right now, if they can't beat the Rams, we're in trouble, boys. <laughs>
1: that's a Man, de- obviously,
2: right. This is definitely like if they can't beat the Rams, we're in trouble.
1: Yeah. All right, that's a win for all three of us. Uh, week four at the Titans.
2: Who's their quarterback?
0: Exactly. That's easy. This is easy. I don't even know. I mean, I, I mean, we've got a defense that can hold Derek uh, Henry, Steve, Steve McNair. Is he still there. Uh, the quarterback, <laughs> I can tell you the quarterback is. I just had it pulled up.
1: Is it market? Where's Marcus Mariota now? Is he still around?
0: The Tennessee's quarterback is that's still Ryan Tannehill. Is it that's still Tannehill? The, yeah, and then uh, Malik Willis is their backup.
2: Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, no, nah, Will Levis
0: know. is probably going to be the one who ends up being the starter at the end of the year. <laughs>
2: um, uh, nah, I, I think that's a win. <laughs> You found a way, you found a way to shut down Henry. You put up enough points. I think if you can this is where one of those games where the new offensive line will really show what it is, because Tennessee's defensive front is pretty formidable. But if you can hold them down, score 24 points, I don't see Tannehill in that
0: offense putting up more
2: than 24 points to beat us.
0: This is another team that's a lot like how the AFC North is portrayed, right? Like mm-hmm line them up, put them all on the front, and run the ball. And I think that we should be able to run the ball better than them just because they have to respect the pass more than we have to respect the pass.
1: So wins for both of you guys?
0: Yes, sir. I almost had these guys going 16-0, and 0, so I can tell you pretty much. There might be that's, two. That's going to that be super weird
2: because there are 17 games, so good luck with that.
0: I didn't say what I was going to pick in the 17th week. I just said they were going to start 16-0. <laughs> and 0.
1: <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go in there too.
0: Uh, week five at Arizona. That's definitely easy. I don't think they have a chance against Arizona. All right? Yeah. Definite dub. That's easy.
1: Uh, I always have, no matter what, I always Browning, have trouble
0: with road games. Browning could be the quarterback, and they could go out and beat Arizona. And he looked really yeah. good. Arizona's Arizona. not good, man. No, and no, they're
2: no, trying to—they're literally trying to tank for Caleb Williams. So exactly, they, they're
0: terrible. Nothing like having a big dollar quarterback that you're going to have to replace again. Ah, Feels like I'm talking about the Bengals all over again from years and years ago. But it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't.
2: Like the Bengals <laughs> went from Carson Palmer to Andy no, you're Ball. right,
0: Andy Dalton. You're right. For for 20 years yeah, I mean, now, like, we've so, been yes, we've yes. had
2: solid. Not Maybe 30, not 20,
0: but solid 15 quarterback.
2: So,
1: um, yeah. Week six at home against Seattle. I'm gonna let you go oh. first, Adam. Yeah, Me? Yeah, I think we should I'm start making Adam, Adam go, go I, first, so you don't no. talk
0: him into it. I'll talk man. you guys into something. How All about right, that? Tell, yeah, tell us what's gonna happen. Um, with DK Metcalf, um,
1: is Tyler Lockett still there? They're, four, they're four and one to start, and then the week seven is the
0: bye Um, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. Is Gino the, is Gino got it in him?
1: Yeah, I think they they're taking, a I think they're taking a loss. You think this is
0: this, Smith? is, this is, mm-hmm. this is Adam. This is, this is, that's what we should let him go first all the time because he'd still right now, the Bengals as a perennial Super Bowl team, every single expert has them as one of the top three teams in football. Mm-hmm. And he would still have them with a losing record if we let him go first. That is how Cincinnatians have been born and bred into our lives. If you're 40 years old or older, that's all you know. That's real. That's real. I don't. I don't disagree.
1: I just have um, to find some losses somewhere, and I'm just gonna. I mean, I think
0: that felt like the good one. Huh? It, it, this felt like the good <laughs> one. <laughs> all right. Um, I might regret it. I think it if anyway. this game were in Seattle,
2: I'd probably be with you. But it's since it's at home,
0: we want a W. Me too.
1: All right, and I got to pick some some different than you guys because yeah, yeah, we got to have sure.
0: yeah because the 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 tiebreaker is yes. is, is correct. actual games picked correctly exact games picker yeah actual games
1: okay now week eight is at San Francisco. I'll go first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a loss there because I know San
0: Francisco. San Francisco it's coming is is off really, the bye. really good coming off the buy. I'm giving them the dub. I'm going with go. the dub. Because it's coming off the bye, That's why. Is it at home or in San Francisco? In San Francisco. They're going to go there. They'll be there for a full week. They won't go there just three days beforehand. They'll take a week off or take four days, whatever they do. They're going to get out there. Plenty of time to game plan for all the weapons and Brock Purdy. And actually, you're really, it's not Brock Purdy. It's their quarterback is their coach. Yep. Yeah. Shanahan, I I believe I love that coming off a week you get that tough team coming off the bye week you get that tough team. I love teams coming off bye weeks, love them. No. I'm going with a dub. We'll go ahead. Adam, right. did you go? Would you? I know you said lost. I said lost. You're going to have them at 500 <laughs> by the time we're done. Maybe Uh because, because they really <laughs> do have like the second hardest schedule in football anyway. So right. I could.
1: So, and speaking of that, then they come home for Buffalo.
0: Oh, that's a dub. That's easy. easy he was just best, talking. Though. He's just talking earlier about wow. about how Cleveland has their yeah. number. We yes. have yes. Buffalo's yes. number. The fact Correct. that we went into Buffalo in the cold and beat them by forty or thirty or whatever we beat them by. I mean, it maybe it was only twenty, but it felt like an absolute whooping.
2: Shellacking. It was a shellack. I was there. It was that that's you're they supposed to be
0: in them. their in their that's no, that's that's in their house, in their elements, and yeah. they
2: beat the piss out of that team. And yeah, it was like you playing Buffalo.
0: It wasn't like we were playing Buffalo in August. We were playing or in yeah. September. We were playing Buffalo yeah. in January.
2: I mean, look, we beat them so bad they broke Stefan Diggs.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was they, insane.
0: That was the craziest thing they, I'd ever they seen. Broke him. Like he might have broke Josh Allen a little bit. like he, they broke that dude. He might have broke Josh Allen a little bit. He didn't even know how to respond to him. He looked like he was gonna go cry in a corner. Hey, they they broke Stefan
2: Diggs, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but yeah, no, nah, I don't. I see it as a as a win. Where'd
0: you that would go? That's so great. Oh, it's definitely a W for me. Okay.
1: Same for me because I can't have him losing three games in a row. So I gotta. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and then Houston comes into town. Oh, my God. This is going to be a tough game. I'm telling you right now, I just went up and I just played my son. Uh, and we do randomize and Madden and 24. CJ Stroud, bud. I had he was throwing dimes, dimes. No, I still lost. Uh, actually, no, I came back and won. I take that back. I was down 20. That's right. I came back, scored a touchdown with three seconds left. Won the game because I went Lou and forward on two. I would
2: never. Lou Anna Rumo would never.
0: I'm just telling you, <laughs> CJ Stroud, my boy, of course, he did have Chris Witt, you know, controlling him. So, obviously, yeah, it's the Madden King over here.
1: So, the Madden simulator, you got a uh,
0: – I'm going Bengals.
1: Bengals. It's okay. the yeah.
0: worst team in football. Wait Nothing for you, Andre. There. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, then at Baltimore. I don't
2: know let that's somebody else talking first.
0: Go ahead. I don't don't think you've gone first yet, have you? Yeah, but I don't need to go first. I've already got what I want in my head. Oh, that's fine. Okay, I'll go first. In Baltimore, Mm -hmm. I'm going dub. Okay. They're going to split with Baltimore. I have them split. I think they'll split Baltimore. That's going to be the team in the AFC they north that they split with. Uh,
1: And I'll agree with that. So then I will put them uh, with a loss because I got them winning the first game. I know.
0: see. I talked him
1: into splitting the series.
2: I need to know one thing. When is that game?
1: Um, It's week 11, which is... I got, got...
0: Uh, yeah, I can figure it out really quick here. Let's get off of that. We I mean, it's got to gotta
1: be late November,
0: December... All right, week 11 is... November sixteenth. Oh, that's okay. Thursday. November nineteenth. Uh,
2: so it's a. Is it a one o'clock
0: game? Oh, the game is right now at eight fifteen on pro. This, uh, I take that back. I apologize. Bengals Ravens yeah. in Baltimore. Monday yeah. night. No Thursday night game.
2: Yeah, give me, give me an L.
0: Thursday night game, Joey B ain't losing so, to Lamar under the lights. So it's, it's, it's that's not, the best Thursday night so, game I've ever seen. So, look at, go
2: up and look up the stats on road teams, primetime AFC North divisional games. Is that's just Man. one of the hardest games to win across the division. So it's not like it's not like Andy Dalton. Where you know he just had the stigma of couldn't play under the lights type of situation. It's not that at all. It's across the board. If you're going to the opponent as a div- in the AFC North as a divisional uh rival and it's a primetime game at night, that's a L. That's just what the stats say.
0: Hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm a big baseball guy, and the more and more I get into um saber metrics i i feel like they're more and more right but you know what i also believe that every once in a while you just got to leave the pitcher in you know what i mean you just got to let them go yeah. another you just got to let them go another inning so i'm still saying dub somebody's got to go against the rules
1: okay uh and then they come back home for week 12 against pittsburgh
0: w Kenny Pickett's, uh, uh, in the words of Tom Brady, I'm not losing to Kenny effing Pickett.
1: Right.
0: Three Um, wins. uh, And then at Jacksonville. Ooh. It's a fun game right there, bud. That's a fun game. How many losses do I have right now?
1: You have three losses so far.
2: I'm gonna say loss,
1: but I don't feel good about it. Yeah,
0: okay. how many losses do I have right now?
1: I'm gonna say loss and I feel fine about it, but I really don't like my Seattle pick.
0: I mean, <laughs> how many losses do I have right now? Oh, Two, you have
1: maybe? uh you have one one loss, one typical fashion. I've got like eight losses, you've got one. So we're Let's go. Right,
0: right in line here. Let's go. Okay, get that dub. You can't let that you can't let that California surfer boy beat you. Joey B from Youngstown, man. Come on. What are you talking about I just watched. I was just watching. Uh, uh I just watched. Uh, gosh, I hate when I do that. I can't remember what it was. I've been watching this documentary called. The Last uh, Dance. No, it's called um, Gangsters uh, Trap Queen. So it's like the biggest gangster trap queen. The, but it's all women, right? So it's all the and the last one I just watched was from this girl from from Youngstown back in the uh, back when during the crack epidemic how she mm-hmm. all the money she made she gave it right back to the people she was robin hood she was but she was taking the money from the people and then giving it all back to them you know she was keeping people's lights on what is a trap queen i have no idea it's just what the show's oh. <laughs> called she's a trap queen i can tell you that okay it's called american gangster trap queens it's a all great right. documentary i love it it's awesome been super fun to watch indianapolis week 14 anything gangster related i love it if it's got to do with any kind of mafia or anything i'm in beaky
2: oh. blinders best show ever what is it beaky blinders
0: oh there's oh no doubt I no doubt so do you know there's a movie that's it's it's supposed to be next year 2024 yeah. we're supposed to get a movie that's supposed yeah, to with end the writer's thing. strike probably
2: like 2050 but
0: you're right. probably right but it was but is it? But that's an American writer strike, right? Is that going on in other countries? Because that's filmed. Depends not on where filmed it's filmed, I guess. Right? Not, I don't know. Not filmed in, so I don't know. That's by far. I love that. That's unbelievable. They do a phenomenal job with that. If you've never seen Piggy, I got cold chills. Like I did earlier when he was talking about. I mean, just, yeah. make sure you put the, just make
2: sure you put subtitles on.
0: Yes, 100%. Access you have to watch to it with subtitles. Thick have to I thick a little thick, yes. my wife but hates it is it british no it's uh, uh where are they where are they from um
1: not america that's all I I am whatnot. but like i don't know yeah
0: it's not ireland it's or scottish
1: right what is it during
2: prohibition right
0: yeah por- the last to figure out how to get so it might be england right i maybe but I don't know man. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, just watch speaking blind. It's good. Yeah, shit. because he's in the yeah, because he's in the the like house where they all just scream at each other side. all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah Chamber yeah. of Commerce or whatever they call it. All right. All right. <laughs> uh
1: I've got a win. I've got a win against the Colts. Andre, what do you have? Yeah, I got Chris. Uh what what week is this? This is week 14. Oh, you're. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday, one o'clock game. It's supposed to be nice out. It's gonna be right. You know,
0: is it in Indy? Or my is it dad, home? my dad thinks that uh, this Richardson kid is the real deal. Di- he 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 has drafted him in both of the fantasy football leagues I'm in with him. He drafted him like in the third round. He, he believes in this okay. kid like I believed, in yeah. – James Winston. I still yeah. eat the dubs. I'm still eating. Dubs, But uh, no, there's no, I'm I'm going with a, with another one on that one. Another W. All right. And then the Vikings come to town after that.
2: Oh. Yeah. It's going to be
0: gritty mania dude. Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins is a dirty son of a gun. This is, I think they flex this gritty, game. Gritty it's already to, it's already to be determined. So, yep. they're going to flex it. It'll probably be because both teams will be in the running for playoffs at this point. That means it's at night. Joe Burrow doesn't lose at night. Nope, going W. That's a win. Week 16 at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's not like, I, don't, I don't believe in them.
1: So This yeah, is a
0: Saturday 4.30 up. game. Uh, also...
1: Okay. The following week is at Kansas City. Is this a, is this a trap game? Is this a trap queen? Yeah, no, a, uh, it, no, because that game doesn't it, it,
0: mean anything. They've only got one loss. Queen game? <laughs> They've only got one loss. The Kansas City game means nothing. Nobody's playing in the Kansas City. We've game. only got one loss. That's <laughs> very, very true. It's very true. <laughs> I got a dub. I got a dub in week 16. And an L in week seven. Oh, that's not, though, because then they have Cleveland after that. Right. It's 18 weeks. Um, sorry. What were you gonna say, Andre? Go ahead. I gotta think about this. We always seem to lose a game to these assholes. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, I just I don't
2: I I believe quarterback plays a huge role in this game. I believe Joe Burrow is the better of those two quarterbacks, and obviously we're making predictions without any idea of what injuries look like and you know any of that we're talking week 16, 17, 18 like who who the heck really knows if Joe Burrow is upright and Kenny Pickett is upright I don't care I'm taking Joe Burrow every day I'm
0: going to take a W
1: so am I okay at Kansas City Adam what you got I've got a loss I've got a loss because then, then they're going to beat him in the playoffs. That's why I've got the loss here. Yep. I'm going to let you go. Not going to beat Kansas City twice. I know it happened. But, again. Where? Is it at Kansas City? It, it, in yeah, Kansas City. In Kansas City, yep.
0: This is a New Year's game, isn't it? Like, is this like uh yeah, this is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Right now it's a 425 game. Let me guess.
1: Joe Burrow never loses
0: on New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say loss.
0: This is gonna be flexed, right? There's no chance this game does. No, nah, that's done. a
2: holiday. No, that's a holiday game. 4:30 uh time slot. It might not. That's I mean, that's.
0: everybody's off anyway. Pretty yeah, yeah that might be. Right now they have the Packers Vikings as the as the uh Sunday night or whatever. The night Monday game. Sunday night game, yeah. Eight thirty or 12-31, New Year's Eve. It's probably easier. To just yeah. say New Year's Eve. Um I say that game gets flexed. I say they are Oh man. Do you want me to do you want me to remind you how many losses you have so far? I already know. <laughs> it's, it's it's one. Week two. <laughs> I'm I'm going back to back losses for the Bengals in okay. week seventeen and eighteen. Two losses back to back. The last game means nothing. So no big deal. because they're
1: so far ahead, they don't need to play their own. Right? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Right. They, saying they, for the next, we've for only lost
0: one so far. Of course. Right. That's no, we're losing. Ahead. We're gonna lose to Kansas City, and okay. then I'm gonna have a loss. Now I'm already giving you my last week loss. Got it. Got it. Uh so, Cleveland, it's at Cleveland at home. home, by the way. Yeah, Cleveland at home.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say win. Okay. I've got a win on there too. Um, okay, so one, two, three, four, five. Andre has twelve and five. That feels really. That feels really good. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, good. I have eleven and six, and Chris has fourteen Matt. and three. All right, yeah, three. I feel right. like
0: right. I feel like that thirteen and four is a good number. I feel like right. you're. I feel like you got it. It's a good gonna one. it's gonna come down to
2: who picked the who picked the game. Yeah. The yeah. So
0: so it's not. This isn't like. Uh, this is this is closest. This isn't you know if you go over or under. It's just, so if it, if they're thirteen and four, we're tied because we're one off, right? Yeah. And, and then, then, it then it just goes to games. okay. Just yeah. want to make sure. So make well, sure because I feel. Speaking, I feel.
2: Does that just mean Adam
0: loses? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, you're right. right. It doesn't matter. Adam lost. Yeah, yeah. There's no two-tie-all tie in this no. thing. No. no. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It just means Adam lost. So I'm Chris and I pulled for 13-4. Let me just yeah.
2: be very yeah. clear about this.
0: Yes. I feel really good about – I like that 14-win number. What do I have them at? No, 14 14 and 13 13 and 4 I like 13-4. and four. I feel like that's a – I feel like that's a fair number you're going to get a loss in there where you're like how did they lose that game it's going to happen yep. and then you're going to get a win where you're like ooh, they just stole that so i don't know i feel like that i feel like that 13 and 4 is a good number so i feel like we're we're pretty close i feel like if we would have let adam go first every time he might have eight losses on there might have eight losses <laughs> on there um i i i hate myself for for the loss seattle uh seattle at home Hey, um, like we said, that could win something for you. You never know. It could. I do it like that
1: we I I'm pretty sure for the second year in a row, we all have different records, so we know that we're not going to tie that way. Right. Um, okay. Here Andre.
2: This this is by far the hardest one of these that you guys have given me. Like, <laughs> by far. I am not kidding. Like, it started out as, that's a super odd category or question
0: oh, okay. to ask. Well, well you've then, been like, doing it for I, four straight years. It's hard to keep coming just, up with them.
2: As I started thinking through names, and I'll let you set it up and do it. Like, this was much, much, much more difficult to get to four.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I uh-huh. thought I
1: thought it was pretty. I mean, I'm I'm writing down every. This is the Mount Rushmore of doctors, everybody. Yes. I'm writing down every doctor I can possibly think of that I've ever heard of, and um, yes. so I mean, I've got. I mean, I really only have like a list of eight that I wrote down, and I and I have my four among those guys. But I still, I feel like if I keep thinking about it, I can just keep keep them rolling. Man, I, you can go
0: down a rabbit hole. Let me tell you. I mean. Mm-hmm. Do you have Dr. Higley on your list because Dr. Higley one of the greatest dentists to ever be known to man. No, I have Dr. Dave on it. One time one time Dr. Higley My dentist. Dr. Higley gave me a shot of novocaine to fill a, uh, to fill a cavity and walked out of, said I'll be right I'll be back when it kicks in. Walked out of the room, I watched him wash his hands, came in, put his gloves on and started drilling. No joke. 45 seconds later, the most pain I've ever been in in my entire life. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. But he was like 90 years old. <laughs> put so him on the more. Yeah, that guy. Let's put him on there. That guy. I can tell you a couple doctors that aren't going to be on there. Mm-hmm. The eye doctor, who immediately after that that young little girl who immediately after I after I look in all the things and she figures out my eye stuff, sticks a small piece of paper underneath my face and says, read the smallest line boom, rattle off the smallest letters like it's nothing for the close-up. And she looks at me and says, it's coming. 40's the magic number. I'm going to knock your 20-something-year-old face out. And the yeah. doctor who told me with my wisdom teeth, he didn't want to pull my wisdom teeth out because he said the exact words, quote-unquote, at your age three times. <laughs> say at your age one more time, 20 something. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. I'm gonna knock, at your I'm gonna age knock your wisdom teeth out. I'm gonna knock your wisdom teeth out. Yeah, it's like yeah, sandpaper. It's like what do you say it was? Uh styrofoam. It's like pulling styrofoam there, but my jaws are like concrete. Hmm, appreciate that. Thanks, doc. Stick it straight up your backside. Uh, anyway, I'm about to turn 40 in a couple weeks, Andre, and it's I'm getting a lot of these little things. Hey, that are man, starting I've, to
2: irritate me. I've been there for a while, bro. It's not that bad.
0: Oh, I'm not, not worried bad. about it. It's the way people treat you. Yeah. Like you're a hundred years old. Facts.
2: Facts. Now, don't get me wrong. Some days I do feel a hundred years old,
0: but, yeah. uh, Speaking Sorry. of that, before we get into doctors, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. You uh, you, you did the boxing thing for a long time. Not sure if you still do that. Got in really good shape. I mean, you've always been in good shape. Got in really good shape again. Um, I've been trying to figure out what to do, okay? I'm not big on working out. I want to work out. But every time I try to work out now, I'm so stiff and like, it's bad. I tried chiropractors. They suck. I had a guy tell me about this thing called the stretch lab. Yeah, I've heard of them. 50 minutes of someone else just stretching you out. He said his lower back hurt like crazy. I've been trying to, I tried to watch a video just stretching. It was a 20 minute. I got five minutes in and I was like, this hurts. I'm done. Sucks. So this dude, his back, his He said his lower back hurt. They stretched everything out and didn't mess with his lower back. He said, he's never felt better in his life. Everything attached to it. They got him feeling. He said better than any chiropractor, better than any masseuse he's ever tried. He signed up for a, a multi-month sessions with him. I'm about to give it a go. You ever done something like that?
2: I have not. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I figure <laughs> if I can't stretch myself, it's probably a problem. Um, so why am I paying somebody else to do it? But
0: because I'll give that. Up. End,
2: like I've always been relatively active and in shape. So. Um, not that I stretch enough. I probably need to do it more, but, um, I haven't gotten to the point of paying somebody else to stretch me yet.
0: I've never been able to touch my toes since I was a child. I could never touch my toes. So I've never yeah, been, no, so- I've never not been so like flexible. I still do things. I still play sports. I still, when I coach, I do everything that I have the kids do in basketball and baseball. I'm constant. I'm always doing something. Right. But I just I feel stiff all the time, all the time. Wake up with Charlie or horses. A like yoga. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna give it a go. I'll let you know. I'll let you know yeah. how it goes. I'll let you know. There's one in
2: Westchester. When I when we we'll come back from my mid season, uh, we we'll come back for our mid season update.
0: I'll let yeah, you know. I might website. I might be able to take my toe and kick my hat off. <laughs> you
2: never know. It's gonna be crazy. Can't wait all right so um I I don't think I can come on to this podcast have my name be what it is and not list Dr Dre on my Mount Rushmore of doctors I man like I just don't I feel that would be wrong of me to to do and so therefore Dr Dre without question is on my Mount Rushmore
0: of doctors it's a phenomenal first round pick.
2: You know, you got to go big or go home. Um, second, I'm going Dr. David Banner.
1: Yes. Mm, beautiful. Yes.
2: Right? Yes. Um, Third, I'm going to go Doc Brown, Back to the Future. Yes. And last, because we got to have some female representation up in here. Okay. And Immediately when my dude said, hey, we're going doctors, the first thing that popped in my brain was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. (laughs) Love it. Right off the Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman.
0: Love it. Uh,
1: Love it.
2: Oh, I always have to give like a couple of honorable mentions. So people who just like, they got like a, they got a a plaque on the way up too, right? Um, Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Mm. that lady was the freakiest old lady I've ever heard yeah. of my entire life um she was always then, she
1: was always good on a talk show absolutely
2: and <laughs> then Dr. Watson
1: from Sherlock Holmes
0: oh okay okay
1: you got it you mentioned a couple that I didn't even think of uh Chris no you go you go next you want me next yeah okay. you go next so I, I'm uh I want to have different ones than you guys, but I, I have to the first two that came to my mind last week when we started talking about it were Dr. Dre and Dr. J, which is what Dr. Dre is named after. Yep. Um his real name is Andre. He was named after Andre Edwards. Um and then his he gave himself the nickname Dr. Dre. He just made because-
0: you way older than you are. Way way that's right, that's all right. I, look, I look good though i look good sorry right. that's right
1: that's right <laughs> dr dre is like 55 now or something like that <laughs> anyway um so I'm, I'm i'm just gonna go ahead and go dr dre dr j and then i hate to do it but I doc brown is absolutely on that one for me i knew you would have been. love back to the future when you said doc
0: brown. doc brown i was that's that was a guarantee doc, for adam
1: dr emmett brown and then last but certainly not least now we know why. On television, he was a uh, a gynecologist, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Huxtable. <laughs> so,
2: so <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, um, he was on my list.
0: And then you and took him off, right? You toured this. like He got, like,
2: he got hashtag me too off my list.
1: That's right. <laughs> I put him on mine
0: because I love the Cosby show. Andre, <laughs> hey. Andre went up to the Mount Rushmore and chiseled his face off. He said, nope. Bam. <laughs> nope. I was like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know
2: if I can. Because if there was a full-on discussion, Heathcliff Huxtable, previous to about 10 years ago, would absolutely be on a Mount Rushmore. I mean, there is – no question 100%. about it. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah.
0: So I'll that start mine nice. for sure. Doctor Dre. Uh, doctor Dre's <laughs> got to be on there. I mean, we're all close enough that in age, age that, yeah. that that was <laughs> Doctor Dre's got to be there. Yeah. And then Doctor J is on mine because that when you yeah. think of the doctor, that's who I think of.
2: Yep.
0: My all-time favorite movie. Is Field of Dreams, Doctor Moonlight Graham. Moonlight Graham is on my is on mine. Uh, right. Cry every time he steps over the line to save the little yeah. girl from choking. Yeah. Literally, yeah. tears come out of my eyes four times a year when I watch that movie. Uh, and last but not least, one of my all time favorite comedians, who is on, I believe I put him on the um, Mount the Mount Rushmore of comedians. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> All right, couple. I can pick up a couple that I wrote
1: down uh, that I was gonna wait to mention in case you guys had him on there. Were Doctor Kavorkian.
0: I, I mean, he helped a lot of people. Doctor
1: Fauci, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: mean, doctor Fauci gave us a lot of information. He
1: was the most famous doctor for two years.
0: He wasn't was he the like most the of, sexiest that, man alive is, or something? That is a very true
2: and scientifically valid statement. He was the most popular doctor,
0: <laughs> most well known
2: doctor for two valid. years. That is that is, is, is true? true.
0: Hey, and then the last one we do here on the Nosebleeds podcast, but we only hey, speak we the, just keep it real. And
1: then the last one that I can't believe wasn't on any of our top four, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, are you kidding me? the actual the actual best guy of everyone we
0: probably the best human being out of all the doctors that we said and yet we all had dr Dre who sings about uh y'all talk about guns like i ain't got none oh shoot yeah
2: i think we might have missed the boat on that one boys
0: can i replace Uh, dr (laughs) doolittle It's I put I, put I put Bill Cosby
1: on mine instead of him.
0: Oh, that's so good. Oh gosh. Oh, so good. Oh, I'm sweating this. all right. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Wow. That listeners,
2: we apologize. We're sorry.
0: Yes, yeah. we apologize. <laughs> Good night. That's terrible. This was That's this was obvious.
1: <laughs> this was obviously a silly uh yes. a silly uh, one, but yes. Yes, yes. anyway. Yes. All right. It
0: is uh um, yes. you have Bill Cosby on your list and you don't. <laughs> <have to. laughs>
1: Wait, but the best part is you have Bill
2: Cosby on your list. What? On your additional list, you threw Dr. King on Yeah, that. you're not the only like, one. Not like we're sitting around like, oh, guys, you know who we forgot? No, you actually wrote his
1: name down. He had his just- name written down. <laughs> I thought
0: of him ahead of time and still didn't put him on. And then looked at us like, I can't believe nobody put him on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweating, All right. oh, my gosh. Okay. It, my boob sweat's starting to come out
1: <laughs> oh, it is well after you go to the stretch lab you'll be uh, you'll be boobless
0: i i don't know if you can stretch these titties out <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right we're a mess and it's 3 hours past andre's bedtime i mean exactly. andre, I apologize. You're oh You're
0: my gosh um uh, at andre edwards 06 on the tweet That's box right. uh andre as always Brother, we ask, yeah throw the x up oh, oh i thought that was a xavier thing let's go x no you
2: didn't no you didn't you didn't think that
0: so listen listen there's a good chance if you don't have anything going on i could i could get you it'd be standing room only for the uh xavier uc uh crosstown shootout at oh. at xavier it'd be standing room only because i will sit in my seat but <laughs> my I don't know if should I say this on the podcast. We'll talk about it. Text me if you want to go. Text me.
2: All right, we'll do. Boys, All always right. a pleasure.
0: Thank you very much, Andre. Have a great week. We'll see you uh, by week week seven. Feels right. All Have right, luck with everything, see buddy. You. I hope I hope the kid's knee feels better. Appreciate you.
1: All right, buddy. See Love you, buddy. buddy. See you. you guys. All
0: right. Andre Edwards, the man, the myth, and the legend. I'm All sweating. Three. I'm sweating after the Dr. Martin Luther King thing. <laughs> I am literally. Look at my hair. It's I'm sweat I've sweat. It's still. We're 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 getting outside. <sighs> we're
1: getting to a place that's supposed to rain here now or soon, oh. and then it's supposed to cool down a little bit. Hopefully that'll be the case. I don't. I that. But I don't think that's it. I think that <laughs> just out, laughing hard. so hard. <laughs> yeah
0: we uh none of us had martin, he Dr. Called, Dr. You, martin he called you out too i was laughing thinking none of us put it on there and he called you out he said you had him on your honorable mentions I wrote him, and still I wrote him put number it five <laughs> it still had him over bill cosby <laughs> oh my gosh the habitual roofier roofier oh, is it roofier roofer would he be a he wouldn't be a roofer Maybe a Maybe be a roofer <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, he does not roof <laughs> he does roofy. he
1: does anyway all right um oh my god this is i feel filthy uh for some reason like we did something wrong there so we're gonna go right into uh joe list who talks all kinds of nasty stuff <laughs> uh our comedy segment
0: while we while we do, write, while we eat some carrots. I'm going to put my number down real quick before I look over at yours. Okay. Uh, I did this last week. We're going to put it up top in the right. Uh, I'm going to go, actually, I'm writing the exact same number down. That's right there. So, okay.
1: All right. So, and while we're talking about that, we've got <laughs> Reese's carrots, which huh. doesn't are, mean that they taste like carrots.
0: Uh, They're
1: just shaped like carrots.
0: So <laughs> were these Did these come out like, I assume these are Easter. Oh, Easter cans, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, do we know which, um, do we, do we have a list of what Halloween we did last year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause I I I need to know if, if we need to get, cause I've seen Halloween, the Halloween's out. I just need to know if it's
1: pointless to buy it or not. I, yeah, I feel like we're probably going to, unless
0: they came out with something new this year, I feel
1: like we probably touched all the Halloween stuff Mm -hmm. now, but we can check it out. Um. I did get another shipment today of of uh of Reese's stuff and I got some baking to do now. So we'll try that. Can you get this the thing I got? Because I want to do that one day. No, I have not gotten that. Okay. Um, but anyway,
0: you know, Reese's carrots, which is just like a small uh, it's a tiny, it's a tiny Reese's, uh shaped like a carrot. I'm gonna tell you, it's a lot like some of the other stuff where like the holiday stuff where when they do these in the shape of things, mm-hmm. sometimes they get a little thick with the chocolate. Do you feel like that's the case with this? I feel like that's the case with this. I feel mean, like it's a little thick with the chocolate.
1: I feel like I feel like more the chocolate just tastes a little bit different than It normal. does.
0: That's, maybe that's it.
1: But but it is
0: probably a little thicker, too. It definitely is thicker.
1: 9.5. 8.9 for me.
0: Whoa! I was going to go with, like, 9-2, but I was like, you know what? I still would eat these. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll eat
0: 15 of them on my drive home.
1: Um, all right. Joe List, the guy that we've watched before. I love Joe List. I watch him on a podcast every single week. You like Joe List a lot. I watched um, his
0: last podcast with uh, fact, Ari Shafir.
1: Yes. Very, very good. Um. Oh, Um. I love Ari Shafir. Mindful Metal Jacket? Yeah. That one? I'm actually. Or was
0: it Ari's? No, it was Joe's. I'm actually really kind of liking uh, Ari Shafir a lot more. Like, I thought the dude was way too out there with some of his stuff, but mm-hmm. the more you learn who this guy is, he's such an intelligent, like, um, worldly. I don't know what the words are, but it's like he, some of them are terrible jokes. Like, terrible, not terrible, like they're bad jokes. Terrible, like, Oh my god, that was rough. Crossing like, the line, crossing, crossing. the line. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I mean, most of it's like. Sometimes we just do things because society says this is what we do. And he's like, "Well, screw it." I'm. That doesn't make any sense. And he talks why, and it's usually really funny.
1: Yeah, I think he's growing on me a little bit too. Um, I'm. I'm still. I don't still put him up there with some of the other guys, but I. I no. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. All right. Um, Enough for Everybody was the title of Joe List's new special. This is his third special in three years, I believe.
0: And um, this one was on YouTube. What do you have, Chris? You want to go? I didn't write anything down, but I'll tell you this. Um, He says at the end, he's like, well, you guys really came around. Too bad it took you like the 40th minute. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I thought he killed it. Throughout this entire thing, I thought the audience was laughing. Maybe they didn't laugh at some of the spots. He thought Mm -hmm. I laughed out loud many times during this. Out loud, laughed, laughed. He's, uh, I don't know how to explain the way he does it. He's, he seems like he's, he knows what he's doing. His, he's just really good. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, this dude is just naturally funny. The self-deprecating stuff, like, you know, this dude's making all kinds of money right now. His podcast kills it. His specials have been yearly, and they've all killed. He's all over the place. He's traveling all over the country. The traveling over the country, the, the, the toilet and the pizza at the same time joke. <laughs> I laughed hysterically out loud. The, and then he kept saying, you guys know me, I got a pizza, right? Like that was like that stuff Um, in the, the joke with the hotel that you had to go back down to go get it. I hate that. There's a couple, whenever they call me and I got to go down to get it, it's what, just let the guy come up and leave it at my door, take his picture, send it to me. And I know it's sitting outside my door. Mm -hmm. It was very good. I went four three. Very nice. I could have went, probably could have went higher. I probably could have went higher. I'm actually thinking about it now. Like four five may have been a good number. You can change it. I'll go four five. Four five. I think this was as good as all his other ones, if not better. I I laughed hysterically out loud while I was driving down the road. Love it. (laughs) Um
1: Yeah, he he does. I mean, he talks a lot. The the ugly people versus attractive
0: people stuff. There was a lot of stuff about that. That's so good.
1: Um, he he does
0: he, the average size thing where he was just making two and a half. I got that. I almost doubled that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he does. He talks about his looks a lot and stuff like that. Um, he he's he's a really good joke writer. He what stood out to me. I feel like he was a lot looser in this one than he Mm -hmm. even normally is. Well, he's Uh, on
0: some pills. I feel a little better.
1: He's on some pills.
0: Yeah. He talked about his anxiety or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. um, Yeah. He, he seemed very, because like some of the stuff in between, you can tell sometimes, um, unless he's just really good at doing it, but you can tell sometimes what like wasn't a planned joke and what kind of was, you know, if he comments on some, somebody in the audience or whatever, if it's a specific thing to a person, he probably didn't write that ahead of time. Right. That was, that happened then. Yeah. So um, he even has a couple of those things and uh, I don't know. I just, I liked it a lot. Um, I do, I do feel like his last couple specials were a little bit funnier. I liked almost everything you did here, uh, but for some reason I I don't know I, I watched this three times now.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Um,
0: well, that's probably why because the last time you watched it, you've already maybe, seen it twice.
1: Maybe. Um, but I feel like I I feel like I actually laughed a little bit more the last time I watched it, so maybe I need to watch it three more times and it'd be a five. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I went with a three point nine. I, okay. I I liked it. Um, I think it was just just barely a little bit less than his last special or two and i feel like four is kind
0: of like a magic number like Mm -hmm. like you hit that four number and it's like you got to watch this like this is a must watch
1: yeah and i still would recommend it to anybody and everybody enough for everybody Mm -hmm. Um, enough
0: for there is enough for everybody
1: yes uh yeah i i i like that um i thought it was the, the one i wrote down a couple things but the one thing and you mentioned the pizza he's like he's like i'm like fun guy he was talking about he and his wife couple of differences and stuff by the way he's uh his wife is uh pregnant with their first child they're gonna have it in like the next few weeks or whatever nice um so but he he's like you know i'm like uh fun guy all the time she's so boring he's like he's like i'm the hey i'm getting pizza pizza on me Everybody, <laughs> we're getting pizza and he's like, she's like, get one with veggies. He's like, oh, oh, you're so boring. <laughs> Something like that. So uh, I thought that a... he's got secret handshakes. And yeah, yeah. I feel like he I feel like he might be the guy that I'm at the party like oh, this guy. I feel like that's <laughs> not really him, though. You know what? He talks about that stuff all the time on his podcast. He's like, you know me, I'm fun. Uh, he calls himself Uncle Joe because he's got some nephews and nieces and stuff. Yeah, but like is that.
0: that is that joking? like no. okay with his un- with his nieces and nephews maybe but like in parties do you like I
1: think he really is that way. Hmm. I think I've heard him talking about that enough. Um but anyway, I don't know. It, it, but it is kind of hard to see if you just watch him watch the specials and stuff. Sure. He he doesn't
0: look like the and outgoing I, party guy. And obviously it took uh, a little bit of alcohol to get him to get him to that point.
1: Well, he he's been sober for like 10 years now, but yeah. But, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he talks about. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, but he was he was a maniac apparently before that. Um, all right, that's it. I mean, I, I three point nine for me, four five for you. Great score. Definitely watch this on YouTube. <clears throat> I think all we have left is a Mount Rushmore and a comedy for next week.
0: All right, man. Let's figure it out. What are you doing comedy wise?
1: Uh, th- th- there are a whole bunch of them out. Even just in the last week. I'm going to go uh, with it's called 30 minutes with Kurt Metzger. Kurt Metzger okay. uh, has been around for a really long time. He came up with big J Okerson. Okay. They're like best friends coming up. And uh, they were like, came up with Kevin Hart and a couple other guys uh, in Philadelphia. Really, really, really funny guy. Um, and I can't wait to see his, it's only a 30 minute special, which is nice. Nice working and easy. In. Yep. Yeah. Figure it out. Um, Presented by Gas Digital. Gas Digital is this comedy empire thing that does a bunch of uh, podcasts and stuff run by Luis J. Gomez. And uh, so they they put out, there's like four or five of them now, these 30-minute specials on YouTube. Kurt Metzger. Kurt
0: Metzger. So I just looked into the, uh, the monitor mm-hmm. that we have. And uh, do you it- remember Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner? Of course where he would bleach just the middle of his goatee. Yeah. I'm getting so much white in the middle of my beard that I look like I purposely <laughs> changed the color of just the center of the bottom of my beard. <laughs> he, what you know, is going on with my body? You know, what's funny is, uh, well, Matt
1: 40's match number. Four. Shut up. Asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I earlier, earlier this evening, I was looking because my my beard's getting a little bit little bit longer a little bit thicker and yeah. when it gets like that I noticed more grays you up notice the more too. yeah yep yeah, for sure I'm right there with you, man I mean he had a bicep on top of a bicep that was
0: disgusting yeah it looked weird it looked really weird yeah he had a golf ball on top of his bicep that <laughs> is what it looked like yes I don't know how he did that <laughs> um anyway steroids is how he did it yes that's exactly how he did it. Uh, so I am going to go with, uh, <laughs> let's go with, have we ever done the Mount Rushmore of bodybuilders? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Scott Steiner, I've got my top three right now. Top three. Oh yeah. All right. I've been watching this Arnold, uh, Arnold, Arnold, uh, Schwarzenegger documentary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he talks about all kinds of people and that thing that he wanted to be and all these Oh, uh, that's right. a
1: new one, right? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I think there's an old one.
0: No, this is this is new. This that, is he's yeah. he's older. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's his life story. It's like six different episodes or something. It's like on that. Netflix.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's only three episodes. Whatever it is, there's a few different episodes. Might yeah. Have to watch that. Um. Anyway, just because we talked about Big Papa Pump's extra bicep, now Good we're call. got we that's I feel like that's one we've never even been close to. So. You're right. We're good to go. That's great. It's always great when we find one we haven't done yet. Yes, it is. Usually, though, those are the hardest ones. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Or maybe because I don't know any of them except for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think I probably only know three, the three that I'm thinking of
1: right now. I'll have to find another one. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, you know, a lot of wrestlers started off as bodybuilders. Yeah, so I just got to figure out which wrestlers started as body, bodybuilders. And... I think
1: the Ultimate Warrior did, didn't he? Uh,
0: probably. There's a bunch of them that did. Yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, Tony Atlas did, and then you have like all of the all of the uh, what was it called? American Gladiators. That's how they oh, picked yeah, the yeah. American Gladiators. They were all bodybuilders, basically. Yeah. Anyway. Um, There you go. So we've got Mount Rushmore of Bodybuilders. We've got Chuck Liddell's 30-minute special. Chuck who? What's his name? (laughs) Kurt. (laughs) Is it not Chuck? Kurt Metzger. Kurt Metzger.
1: (laughs) Close enough. If you can find a 30-minute comedy special from Chuck Liddell, please watch that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Kurt Metzger. Uh, (laughs) Kurt Metzger 30 minutes uh, special on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's all we got, bud. All right. So until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.